Blog Talk Radio. Super Bowl 
what was that, 44 MVP um, as the Saints beat the Colts 31-17. Um, the team, now they do have Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston under contract. Um, he is a 13-time Pro Bowler, two-time AP Offensive Player of the Year, five-time All-Pro. Um, he's the Saints' all-time leader in win percentage and playoff wins for a starting quarterback. Most career games with 300-plus passing yards. He had 123 of those. Also, most consecutive games with a passing touchdown, 54 of those. And his career ranks of all time, and this is with a minimum of 2,000 passing attempts, um, he has a career rank of passing yards, 800, I'm sorry, 80,358. That ranks first. Completion, 7,142. That ranks first. Completion percentage, 67.7%. That ranks first. And passing touchdowns, 571. Um, that ranks second. His most notable records, um, he's the only player with multiple seasons of 5,000-plus passing yards. It's a total of five of those. And um, also he's tied the single-game record with seven passing touchdowns. That was in 2015. And most seasons leading the NFL in passing yards. He had seven of those. So, um, ladies, just your overall thoughts. Um, how should Drew Brees be ranked amongst all-time quarterbacks? And then, like I said, just your overall thoughts on Drew Brees' career. Um, Aunt Lou, we'll have you start. I got to start right there. Drew Brees, uh, he's 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 one of the best, I must say. Uh, let's see, quarterback, quarterback. I don't think he's better than Brady. Okay. But uh, he's he's up there. I think you know. Russell Wilson hasn't been in it as long as him, so, you know, I, I can't compare him. You know, I don't think he's better than Russell. Y'all, y'all ought to know that I don't think that. But um, but but he's uh, he's he's one of the top. I would In the top five, he would definitely be one of the top five. I agree with Mr. Lucinda. I would think he's um, – I'll put Brady one, I'll put him second. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, are you talking overall or just current quarterback? Mm. Over, overall. Okay. Okay. You're a traitor, Miss Jerry. You're a traitor. You're a traitor. He ain't better than Russell Wilson. You're a traitor. That's all I'm going to say. I got I'm in the house with Todd. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Denise Green always hold it down that court on the timeline. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Just going over real quick, uh, Drew Brees, he has announced his retirement in the NFL, uh, 20 seasons, 15 of those with the Saints. And just asking the ladies, you know, how should Drew Brees, um, you know, be ranked amongst the all-time great quarterbacks? So, uh, and then also their overall um, impressions of Drew Brees' career. Okay. Um, all right. Janelle, you know I had to save you for last. See, you just you just think that because he is, and I'm not going to give him his props, but I know to differ. I did not <laughs> say that. I did not say that at all. I saved you last because I figured you would have the most to say about his career. See there? Now, I give, I give the man his props. Uh, now, I'm not going to go as far as to put him at a top a top two overall, but he definitely can rank a top ten overall. Um, I personally, looking at careers like Terry Bradshaw's, and you know, I think that there are other other people that rank ahead of him. If we're talking about an overall, but he definitely gets his props. He mm-hmm. he definitely gets his props. And like you, I thought it was absolutely adorable that he had his kids to announce his retirement. Yeah. I, I'm, I have to say that I'm totally shocked that he's doing it. I, I just knew that he was going to at least go one more year, but. Oh, okay. 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 Because what, what, why do you think he would be back one more year? I don't know. I just felt like this wasn't the time for him to retire just yet. I just felt mm-hmm. like he could go, you know, 
uh, especially with we know Tom Brady not going nowhere. And I think that he has the skill set. He, I think he still has the, the arm to, to do it another year, another year or two. I just wasn't expecting him to retire right now. Mm. And, Janelle, I, I, agree. I feel the same way. I was thinking that maybe he would go another year. But I think uh, probably what made his mind up, you know, as far as him getting that last, you know, bang up, you know, serious injury. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, if that had anything to do with it. But I was thinking he would go at least one more year as well. Mm. Okay. All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. C. Green, I see in the house. Young Coleone, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Uh, we're just doing a quick recap of, of Drew Brees' uh, announcement uh, that he will be retiring and just our overall thoughts on his uh, career. You know, I, I'm i really not surprised, y'all, that he's, that he's hanging it up. And, Terry, I think you hit it on the head. The injuries that he took this year, those seven, like, cracked ribs, um, I think that might have been a wake-up call for him. And, this, and then for the simple fact of how he came back this year, you know, I think we expected the Saints to go further than they did in the playoffs. But the simple fact that they didn't, I think that was breathed. You know how we always talk about players don't want to end their career on an injury report. So the fact that he was able to come back, suit up, play in the game, and, you know, play play out the, the season, I think it just the realization to him was that this might be my time because I'm not a Tom Brady, you know, because I'm not a big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, in the NFL, um, and I'm talking physical stature, you know, he's not a he's not a big body out there. And so I think for him to, get, to be able to get through this season, not on the injury report, I think he knew that it was time for him to walk away. So it didn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he has an in I don't think he has an in him anymore. So even though we did see him pushing that pushing that machine in the parking lot few weeks ago, they gave me some signs that maybe he might be coming back, but yeah, I'm not really surprised. And I'm with you, Janelle. I would have to rank him probably in the top ten. I think he might be eight for me as far as uh, quarterbacks because you're right. I, I Brady, um, of course, you know I have Montana. Um, I probably I don't know. Top three for me is going to be hard. Um, I don't necessarily go by rings, like championship rings when it comes to football because there's too many too many um too many people involved in order for you to make it possible. But uh, right. you know, I Brett Favre was just so exciting to me. So, you know, I think I have him in my top five. Um goodness. And if you just if I if I go back to the history, you know, you have to have your saw backs in there. Um uh what's named Terry from Fox. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, uh, you know, I think he would have to be um, ranked up there. Um, but as far as as far as new school or like my era of, of football, he could probably rank fifth, like one through five. But I'd have to put Rogers before him. I would definitely have to put Russell Wilson before him, um, Big Ben, um, and of course Brady. You would put Ben before him. Before Drew Brees? Yeah. Do I detect a little excitement? I think I would. Wow. I think I would. I would. Wow. Drew Brees saw the record. He really does. But, again, I think you have to equate that to to the length of time that he spent, you know, in the league. You know, a lot of times when you think about basketball and stuff, you know, um, LeBron James, he has a lot of the records, but he's been playing for 37 years. He came in at 17. You know, so <laughs> when <laughs> I'm exaggerating, I know. But when you think of someone, the length of someone's career, what they were able to acquire and achieve in maybe a smaller amount of time than someone who's played 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd have to put it. It would be close. It, it would be close. But, yeah, I'd have, yeah, I think I would put, put it in. 
Yeah. That's why I say I think Drew would be my. Yeah, Drew would probably be four. Big Ben would be three. Brady. See, I'm I'm a little. I think I'm a little biased right now though. And so it's Brady and then Mahomes. That's why I say in in the common era right now it's kind of hard. But overall, in the scheme of things, um, I may, maybe I wouldn't put Big Ben in the, like the top ten. Maybe Drew Brees would be eight. Big Ben would be nine. And then. I don't know who I would have ten, but yeah, and it, yeah. So I know I think I'm a little all over the place. But when it comes to the, the, the quarterbacks of our of our genre right now, top five, yes, I would put Big Ben over over two Yeah, three rings compared to his one. Seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So we'll have to see, but um, leading into that, you know, we talked about this lady, Russell Wilson. He had mentioned to his to his organization that there were four teams that he would be willing to be traded to. Um, we do know that the Saints, that they were one of the teams mentioned, um, the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Bears. So now with free agency, it seems that all of these quarterback uh, question marks may have been answered and Russell Wilson is still a Seattle Seahawk. So um, I just, you know, I wanted to post the question because, you know, sometimes when people voice or they're vocal about, you know, their um, their problems or whatever may be going on in the locker room, sometimes that can cause hurt feelings. And so for the simple fact that, one, that the Bears were not able to acquire Russell Wilson, I was really shocked about that. And they did say that they were very, um, that they were highly in pursuit of trying to get Russell Wilson. But, the Bears have now gone with um, Andy Dalton on a one-year deal. So, uh, ladies, just real quick, how do you think that um, how do you think that Russell Wilson being so vocal will affect his relationship with his teammates in this upcoming season? Um, Janelle, we'll have you kick that off. I I don't think that. Um... it's going to make an effect on his teammates. I think it's going to have more to do with his coaching staff and that front office that he's going to have a problem with. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times when you you have problems, you're not the only one. And his teammates may be right there with him having some of those same issues that he's having. My thing is, uh, they, them being teammates, they generally will have his back. You know what I mean? They 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 they'll still you know play for him the way that they're supposed to. It's just that, especially when you're talking about people trying to go out for a Super Bowl ring, mm-hmm. and and I just feel like his teammates will still have his back. But I think that his coaching staff and his his and that front office is gonna have a problem with him. Mm. Okay, all right. So you say more so the front office than his actual teammates? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Lou, what do you think? I'm with Janelle on that one. It's a possibility, you know. Okay. All right. Terry, what do you think? I agree with the ladies. I think uh, a lot of times when you're vocal about what's going on around you as far as you and your teammates, and I think he will have more of a problem with the, the staff because someone, some of his other teammates may be, you know, want to voice their opinion, but they may be afraid of, you know, losing their jobs or something. So I think I, I totally agree with the ladies that they would more so be the, the staff than the teammates. Mm, okay. Even though his main gripe to the front office was that, is that he doesn't have enough help, that he's the most sacked quarterback in the league with i.e. implies his offensive line is not good. And two, that generally when he makes things happen, it's because he has to be running, you know, running wild outside of the pocket, which then again leads to the offensive line because they're not giving him protection to allow the place to develop. Yeah, I still I still hold to I still hold to my statement because you have to realize 
if if he feels like he's not getting enough help, what do those mm-hmm. cost them? That's what is his front line thing? You know what I mean? If they because if if they're not able to protect him, then that means that they're ending up on their backs just like he is. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting, ladies. That's uh, that's why I love doing this show because I am. I think I'm in total opposite agreement with y'all. For the simple fact of you, you make a valid point, Janelle. Yeah, if it could be that the, you know, just that the offensive line doesn't have the capability to hold up. But if you are the million dollar man. And we have put all of our resources in you. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. They drafted D.K. Metcalf. They still have Lockett. But no one has really had a big payday on the offensive side of the ball except for Russ Wilson. So it's like, okay, we put all of our investment in you. There's not enough wealth to spread around. And the people who maybe we could have kept, i.e. your center, Max Unger, uh, who is one of the top centers in the league, um, you know, maybe we, just, we can't afford to put the people around you that you deserve to have around you. Um, and so we are making, we are asking you to, you know, make a mountain out of a molehill. Um, but now, now that you're, you're experiencing the repercussions of, of having your big payday, now it's a problem. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think there might be a little bit of animosity, just a little bit. I mean, you know, I think once you get on it, and winning cures everything. You know, one thing about whatever the Seahawks have been going through, they still managed to make it into the playoffs. So, you know, right. it's, not, it's not like they're doing too bad. But I don't know. I just, just to think that um, Russell Wilson, I do believe he has finally come to his point, which is why he's vocal, because I think we all think that Russell Wilson, he is a very, um, he's a very supportive, you know, uh, player to his organization. I mean, I think he's very loyal. Um, and, you know, he always ends his inter- any interview that he does so hard. So, you know, I think he's very loyal to the team, but I think he's just kind of reached his breaking point because he is getting hit so much. And, again, he's like a, a Drew Brees where he's not um, not bulky, you know, in stature. So these hits have to be taking taking a toll on him. Um, and, and then, I don't know, just to say that offensive line, which everyone already knows is the Achilles heel, for the Seahawks, the unit now puts that front and center. Um, I don't know. But, like I said, we'll see. We should definitely see. I, I do think that the Seahawks, um, it was their intention not to trade him, not to get rid of him, and let's just see now if they're willing to go out and, and get him some help, put the pieces around him so that uh, he can stay upright. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. Three four seven eight six six. 7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So I tell you right there, we're going to put a pin in it so that we can jump into our break. And then on the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. But right now, it is time for roll call. All my ladies in the house with me. Eric, do you feel me? In the house. Janelle Oh wait. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> hey Lou, what say you? Hey Lou is here. T J, I need you when I do my lyrics. I don't want no sports music. I want something beautiful. Okay. Can you handle that? I might have something at the beginning and then I just have to let you talk it through. How about that? Okay, yeah, all right. You just do your thing because you know what to do. Ain't Lewis here? Ain't Lewis here? Just happy as a lark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it is the Fearsome Forsome in the house. LL Forsome today. And the Fearsome Forsome will be right back after the break. In my life, and I'm tired of being an undercover. 
no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with PJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. A little troop for you there. We lost Reggie, uh, Reggie Warren over the weekend. So I was very, very sad to hear about that. All right, but as I said before the break, it is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hit that pad. Yes, it is. It is time for Lucinda's lips. So I can only imagine anytime somebody wants you to prep them, they must have something in store for you. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have in store for us? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have an exciting story for you. It's about a black, beautiful queen that came 49 years ago on the scene. Born March 21st, 1972 in West Monroe at E.A. Conway's Hospital, you know. Weighing 7 pounds and 8 ounces. Let's welcome Tina Denise Jackson, the angel announces. This bubbly baby was calm and well-behaved. Survived childhood and adolescence unscathed. She's allergic to oranges and tangerines because her mom ate too many in her teens. Tina was a cheerleader in high school, and because of her beauty, the boys would drool. She was always the life of the party, but sometimes she would be a little naughty. When her parents would leave town, teacher would invite her crew over to party and get down. She lived in the suburbs all of her life. However, she loved all races of people with us, right? TJ would sneak and drive across the tracks because she was looking for the blacks. She's a lover of people and natural-born leader, always helping others and sometimes a spoon feeder. TJ stands, TJ, TB stands for Tina Denise. She's a virtuous woman of love and peace. TD can also stand for touchdown. Tell me, is that how LL Sports 2 came around? Happy birthday, beautiful woman of God. I praise God for you. To him, I applaud. Enjoy your special day. And whatever you do, always remember to pray. Wow. Wow. You did that. You know, put all my business out there and see what you did that. <laughs> all of it out there. Every last bit of it. Me taking the cars. Lord have mercy. You must talk to Mama. Oh, no. You know I did. Oh, Lord. Alert to the out to the oranges and the next. Lord have mercy. I just told you, you put in that and I stole the cars. So that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> you didn't steal the cars. I think you just drove them without permission. I just wanted wow. to tell a story today. I just wanted to tell a story. That's it. I just, you know, and I, you know, couldn't have got it. Where could I get the, get, get the uh, information from girls but her mother? Oh, oh. but her mother. You did that, Lucy. You did that. You did that. On that note, we are going to go to the phone lines. I think somebody wants to call in and talk to us here. Let's see. Uh, 630229, you are on with the ladies of sports. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hello? 630229, you're on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. They got scared. <laughs> what? What? Point blank. Okay, I'm gonna put you back on. 
Wow, yeah, Lou, you did that. You did that. All right, let's get back here to some football news. Man, I am over here just running. Um, okay, let's see. I, you know, I done lost my train of thought, Lou. You did that. You did that. Okay, <laughs> Patriots. Uh, ladies, have you heard about what the New England Patriots have done this off season? Let's go ahead and run it down here. So they did go ahead and bring Cam Newton back on a one-year deal worth $14 million. So we do know that he uh, received a raise. So we'll, hopefully that's going to um, allow him to be better this season. But check out his weapons he's going to have. They agreed to a three-year, $37.5 million deal with tight end Hunter Henry. He comes from the Chargers with $25 million of that guaranteed. Also, come, they came to terms with tight end Jonu Smith, a four-year, $50 million deal, $31.3 million of that is fully guaranteed. On the defensive side of the ball, they went out and got Matthew Judon, four-year, $56 million deal, $32 million of that guaranteed. Also, defensive back Jalen Mills, a four-year, $24 million deal. Um, also went out and got wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, uh, two years, $26 million deal. Also, Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver, three-year, $22.5 million deal. He actually came from the Niners. And also defensive tackle Devon Gachu two-year, $16 million deal, and they re-signed defensive end Dietrich Wise to a four-year up to $30 million deal. Um, ladies, does this prove that Bill Belichick is in competition with the success of one Tom Brady in Tampa Bay this year? Um, Terry, we'll have you start. Uh-oh. Did I lose everybody? I'm here. I had to get off mute. I'm here. I think so. I think so. By him keeping, uh, keeping uh, Belichick, keeping um, Cam, mm-hmm. I think I think there may be some competition there. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Because at first I thought, you know, he was not going to keep him. Then I said, well, no, he, he's going to keep him. So, yeah, I think there's some competition there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and also wanted to mention, you know, they missed the playoffs in 2020 for the first time since 2008, and they are committing $81.3 million in guaranteed money this off season. In the past 10 years, they haven't spent $80 million in guaranteed. So they've gone from 10 years averaging like uh, probably a million and a half to two millions into $81.3 million just this off season alone. So, um, hey, Lou, what do you think? I agree with Miss Terry. I do. I agree with her. All right. Janelle, Bill Belichick, is he putting it on front street? He is in competition with old Tom Brady down in Tampa? Yes, he should be because um, his his goal should have been to prove that that team wasn't all about Tom Brady, but obviously he couldn't do that. Now, where he made his mistake is there's no way I would have kept Cam. Ah. Okay. Well, who who do you think? Did you have someone in mind that he should have went after? For, for the amount of money that he spent boosting up his roster, he could have went after uh, Russell Wilson. Hmm. But what if Russell didn't want to come play in New England? I just feel like he Cam wasn't the answer. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. You know what? He, he did not. He, he did not show at all that he. I mean, the whole the the whole season, he did not show at all that he had. Any, I, I don't Bye. even know what to call it. it he mm-hmm. he just, I mean, he wasn't his his old his usual crybaby self where he want to be hollering and screaming every time somebody hit him. But at the same token, he he didn't have he didn't have any kind of fire in him, none. Okay, well, but don't forget now. I think we did have the tale of the two camps because at the beginning of the season, Cam came out. Pretty much like he was on a mission, you know. He like he was out to prove all the other thirty-one teams that didn't want to take a take a hit, you know, chance on him, and how he had to sign basically like the league minimum to come and play with the Patriots. 
and he was he was producing. Then he gets COVID, and it just seemed like he never was able to recover from COVID. That's my opinion. But I think when he first when he first started out in the Seabury, um, it, it was the old Cam. It was good to see the old Cam back. But he had no he had no weapons around him. So I think if anything, this season up this season coming up, it is going to show and prove if Cam can regain that what 2015 MVP um, stature. Because there's no excuse now. You know you're going to have a whole year now up under your belt under the Bill Bill Belichick um, regime, and uh, then Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, and now you've got the, the requisite weapons around you. You're going to have the time for y'all to build up chemistry. So this, I think this is going to be do or die for Cam this year, though. Um, but I, I don't know if I could put it all on Cam last year, especially with him getting uh, getting ill. Because I really think he just he just was not able to recoup um, from from COVID. But what's this? Yeah, we would definitely. I, I think so. Um, I think so too, Tina. Once he hit the COVID, hit him. It was hard for him to fight back because he just, you know, like he was just totally out of it. He didn't, yeah. he didn't have, like Janelle said, he didn't have any fight, you know, yeah. any any willpower. Mm-hmm. Even if he didn't have a whole lot of weapons around him. But, you know, with the weapons that he did have, it's like he didn't put forth, you know, his best effort. He just kept saying, you know, um, that he needed to do this better. and he needed to do that. But he wasn't, right. yeah, he wasn't producing. You know, right. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. He's a completely different player, though. The second half of the season. So 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. And let's see here. So, like I said, my 49ers, We went and paid uh, offensive lineman Trent Williams six-year, hundred thirty-eight million dollar deal. Uh, Niner fans, y'all hit me up. I don't know what y'all think about that. The Trent Williams of four or five years ago, I would have definitely been high on the horse with the signing, but Trent has been injury prone. Um, I know that he did sit out that one year, and that was due to medical discrepancy and all of that with the Washington football franchise, but um, he did not play a whole season last year, and he had been out a whole year. So we'll see, but this just gives me hope that, you know, we want to solidify that offensive tackle position because there is going to be somebody behind center that we really need to protect. So that's how I'm looking at this. I'm keeping hope alive. All right. And for the Falcons, um, uh, Falcons fans, they restructured quarterback Matt Ryan's contract. So they're putting 20, $21 million of his um, salary for this year, and they're going to um, they're going to spread that over the next three years uh, as a signing bonus. Then that helps get the team under the old ladies. Uh, your thoughts on the fact of Matt Ryan restructuring the contract versus them letting him go? I think, uh, you know, they're just going to just giving him an, another opportunity, you know, restructuring it. Um, because, I mean, he played fairly well. He, I think he could have, you know, put a little bit more into it and, you know, won more games. Um, mm-hmm. So by them restructuring it, I, th- I think that's, that's good. Now, but if he don't do well this year, then they may want to think about letting him go, and we we need a quarterback, or we need to win. We need to win. Miss Lucinda, and I listened to the show last week. We need to win. We need to win. <laughs> you got my back. I'm glad well. you did, <laughs> Put us up high. Put us up high last week, and then pull the stool from on us. But you know that. that's what she do. You can't be shocked. You know that's what she do. <laughs> no, I'm not shocked. I gotta, I gotta be true to myself. I gotta be true. Gotta be true. <laughs> oh goodness, so true, so true. Janelle, what are your thoughts on the restructuring of the contract of Matt Ryan? I'm, I'm actually glad that they did that as opposed to letting him go because. He he's he actually is a decent a decent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could just get that offensive line that that O line needs to protect him more because he stays too much on his back. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought that was gonna go the other way. That's why I love this show. Hey, Lou, you have any thoughts on on the Falcons restructuring Matt Ryan's contract? 
Well, I think that they probably should. You said how long he's been there now? He's been there, what, 40 school, and it says ninth year. Okay, yeah. Uh, Because I guess, you know, he's not, uh, they're pretty good, you know, but I I think they started from the top, you know, with with bringing in these new leaders, and I think that they can do something with them. Apparently they feel like they can since they didn't get rid of them. So, um just give the man a chance to prove himself, you know, and uh, hopefully that they will get a, a, a Super Bowl ring because they've never gotten one, but it can happen. You know, I'm so sick of you saying because they've never gotten one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I need you to find <laughs> something else to say. Now. Am I going to get killed for <laughs> the truth? Oh, my goodness. Anybody going to kill you for speaking the truth, but every time you open your mouth about the Falcons, that's always the phrase that you use. Oh, am, I, am I striking okay, somebody's nerves? Right. Am, am I pressing buttons? Or what am I doing up in here? I, I don't know what she's doing up in here, but it needs to stop. Janelle, <laughs> now I, I, I'm putting myself on blast right here. Now, I was not good in math, but Matt Ryan was drafted in 2008. He's on like years. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're 100% yeah. right. You are oh you are one hundred percent right. So two thousand eight and this is twenty twenty. My goodness, that's twelve years. They might need to get rid of him and some of the players, but by now. I didn't realize that he I thought he was fresh. He, the thing he, is when you see you can't say that because when you look at his stats, he actually is a good quarterback. Yeah, he really it's is. just that Yeah. Yeah. You're right about if that. If he could stay off his back, that would just be wonderful. Yeah. True. Well, Russell has been on his back and been sacked more than any quarterback in the country. But that boy has one Super Bowl ring under his belt. Here we go. Here we go. You can't take that away, Lou. I mean, you cannot take that away. I'm glad you said it. Okay. Um, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Before we get out of here, ladies, though, I've got to talk about this uh, story here real quick and get your thoughts on it. So there's been a story that came across the wire uh, regarding one uh, quarterback, Sean Watson. Um, supposedly there is a masseuse that has filed charges on him. Uh, let me get to this here. Uh, so a massage therapist in Houston has filed a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson alleging inappropriate conduct in her home in March of 2020. And the lawsuit, it was filed on Tuesday night by Houston lawyer Tony Busby and appeared on the Harris County District Clerk's website on Wednesday morning. It alleges that Watson committed civil assault when touching the massage therapist with his penis and that he intentionally or knowingly caused physical contact with the plaintiff when Watson knew or should have reasonably known that the plaintiff would regard such contact as offensive. So uh, Deshaun has taken to social media, and he has said that, um, he said, actually, I quote, I have never treated any woman with anything other than the utmost respect. Um, Also says that, um, you know, he will um, clear his name um, in this this situation. Um, But let's see, the, the lawsuit alleges that Watson, he booked a massage on March 30th um, with the massage therapist who regularly works in her home. After leaving, the room, after leaving the room, the massage therapist alleges she returned to find Watson lying on the massage table with just a small towel covering his groin area. So um, just, ladies, you know, real quick, uh, your thoughts. The Houston Texans, they have yet to respond to this, and the NFL says that they are investigating. So, um, ladies, just, you know, real quick, uh, your overall thoughts on the the story, and is the timing a little fishy to you? Um, Angel, we'll have you start off. It sounds a little fishy, but I don't know. I just hope the boy he needs to learn how to keep his penis in his pants, and, and if the girl, I don't even understand these people. Um, I, what's, the, what's the nationality of the woman? Do you know? Does it matter? Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just would hope that he's not that dumb to, to to try to you know do something like that. I really don't know. I can't say yay or nay to be honest with you. All right, Terry, your 
I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds less fishy to me as well. Um, but you never know. You know, it's two sides to every story. And, you know, she may have, you know, she might have, you know, liked him and, you know, expected something to happen or, you know, anything, you know, is his say for her say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Janelle? Uh, nothing shocks me anymore. I, I I certainly hope that this is not true. Um, but but I'm just I, I can't even be shocked anymore because every time we turn around, it's another story exploding on the same. Mm. Okay. But yeah, that is true. That is true. I was reading there was another quote that I wanted to mention, and, and this is it. He said on Twitter, this was on Tuesday night. He says, "quote that he rejected a baseless." six-figure settlement demand, and that this is about clearing my name, and I look forward to doing that, um, end quote. So I just think that the timing is awfully suspicious. Not to say that, you know, I don't put anything past the man. Don't get me wrong there. But all of a sudden, in the midst of everything that's going on with the Texans and John and how bad the Houston, Texas organization is looking for how they have treated John it wouldn't put it past someone to try to sully his name just a little bit to make themselves look a little bit better. So That's true. So true. I find this timing just a little bit um, uh, misleading here. But, you know, only time will tell. And what's done in the dark will always come to light. So we shall see. But I think I smell a little bit going on going on around here. All right. And on that note, ladies, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Two more weeks. Two more weeks of the one hour show. And then we will be back to our normal two hour programming. There's so much for us to get into that we don't have a chance to. But we must do what we must do. All right. So with that, ladies, we will go ahead with our shout out and Terry, we will have you kick it off. Ladies, 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 I love you guys. I miss you last week. And, Tina, you are everything that Miss Lucinda said and more. You're just an awesome person. And I was it tickled me because I thought about the times when um I was in church and I sit behind you and I get happy and you just reach your hand around and just hold my hand. But you you are a beautiful, lovely person. Continue to do what you're doing and always put God first. I love you. I love you. Janelle, I just love you, love you, love you. I miss you while you was away. And you just continue to be you and do what God would have you to do. Miss Lucinda, your lyrics is off the chain. I just, I love you. And you do an awesome job every week. Even when I'm not here, I go and I listen to the show. Um, but I just I thank God for each and every one of you. You guys be blessed. And we have a lot of tornadoes going on, so let's keep everyone in prayer. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. Danielle. Yes, ma'am. Um, I just want to want to say, Miss Lucinda, you you did your thing tonight. I mean, not that you don't normally, but I, I'm surprised Tina didn't burst out in tears because you know how she gets emotional. No. Um, I was hoping. Why <laughs> uh-uh, not? Uh-uh, not that she was hoping. <laughs> no, but you, you did your thing because everything you said about her is but you didn't have to put her business on the street like that. You did put her on blast a little bit. I thought that was funny. Um, but you did a good job, though. You did a fantastic job. And I, I, I honestly don't know where we would be without you. Because you, you, even without your lyrics, your, your antagonistic comments that you made kind of make the show. I don't know where we would be without you. I really don't. Um, Miss Terry, I missed you last week. I really did. I'm so glad that you're back this week. Um, Thank you. I I hope that um, all was well. 
because we you kind of balance the show out. You got TJ, who sometimes, and you saw today, she didn't waste no time. Judy jumped right on the band. <laughs> jumped right on. She wasted no time acting a fool. And then when Miss Lucinda gets on hers, it, it's like, okay, I, the only calm we have is you. So I'm so appreciative for you being a part of this show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I want to give a shout-out to Marlon. I hope he calls in soon because um, I really do miss him. Miss um, TJ, I, I know you celebrating all month. That's because you always do. But all I'm going to ask is that you celebrate to the fullest, but just don't get in trouble. Amen. I haven't been in trouble since 1975. You know what? <laughs> now that that ma'am I, I absolutely refuse to believe <laughs> I ain't said it in the mirror I never got caught see that's what it is you know you can't get caught <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I love you lady you ready for me okay the 19th I just want to say, March 19th is Rob Lee's birthday. My brother, your uncle, March 19th is also Valerie's birthday. My sister-in-law, yo, I don't even know how these relatives become, but she's something. Then March 19th is Brandon's son. He's your cousin, and I guess he's my nephew. But I just want to wish them a shout-out. Happy birthday, all you good people. We got a lot of March 19th birthdays. And then March 20th is Tamika's birthday. My niece, your cousin, and Ali's son. Ali is my nephew, and it, so that would be my great nephew, and I guess that would be your great great, I guess, or your cousin. I don't even know, you know, when it gets to relatives. Anyway, so we got Ali's son, we got Jamaica, and then, but then the day of all days is March 21st. TJ's going to be the big 94 on her birthday. Girls, can we at least sing happy, can we sing happy birthday to her, girls? Can we? da 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 Happy birthday to you. Don't leave me hanging. Let's try this again. Happy birthday to you, early. Happy birthday to you today. Happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Come on now. We love you, CJ. We love you so much, and I thank God for you. Uh, Janelle, I thank God for you. <laughs> I thank God for you, Janelle, and I thank God for you, Miss Terry. Uh, you know, but laughter is good medicine, so y'all keep on laughing because I am. Amen. You, you're going to keep back in the fool so we don't have a choice but to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, me, ladies. Y'all so <laughs> For the love and for the birthday shout-outs and for most of the love, though, and the friendship and, you know. The love. I love you, ladies. <laughs> love you. All right. We'll be back next week. Until then, y'all be blessed. You too. Love you too. Love you, girl. <laughs> love you, ladies. Right back. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. That's the fierce and foursome in the house tonight. Uh, so I just want to uh, say thank you. We're going to go a little over tonight, so thank you so much, though, for your patience and understanding, y'all. Thank you so much. Hey, Keisha, what's going on? Thank you, Tasha. Thank you, my Auntie Karen. So, um, wow, that was that was absolutely beautiful. Um, shout out to uh, Marlon, as always, uh, Silicon Valley in the house. Shout out to Ronvo, uh, Ronvo Sports. Shout out to the Chambers brothers, Marvin and Harold Chambers. Um, oh, real quick, birthdays. Uh, no birthday celebrated tonight in the song, but as I mentioned, Reggie Warren of Troop, he passed away on Sunday at the age of 52, and he was one of the members of the R&B group Sensation Troop. 
So we definitely want to keep um, his family in our prayers. Happy birthdays to the late Nat King Cole, to Mia Hamm, the soccer great. She turns 49. Rob Lowe turns 57. Tamar Braxton turns 44. Kirk Russell turns 70. Can you believe it? And Kyle Korver, three-point man in the NBA, turns 40. All right. Getting back to the shout-outs, uh, again, Aunt Lou, she already mentioned them, but shout-out to my Aunt Val and to my Aunt Karen, also to my Uncle Rob. They celebrate their birthdays on Friday, March 19th. Uh, to my cousin, Tamika, she will be celebrating her birthday on March 20th. Um, I believe Aunt Lou mentioned another cousin that I have, cousin, great-nephew. I don't know who it is, but, um, I mean, I don't know what, what relationship we are, but Happy birthday, um, of course, to him, and uh, happy birthday to my cousin Cameron. Um, he also celebrates his birthday on March 21st as well. Shout-out to uh, Terry, to Janelle for rounding out the fearsome foursome. I love you, ladies. I thank you for your, just your contribution to the show. Um, like I said, when either one of you are gone, you are definitely missed. When, when it's the full roundtable, it is truly a blessing. But to Aunt Lou tonight, I Thank you. Um, I know everybody was thinking I was going to break down, but see, that's, I'm trying I'm trying to be mature in my old age and not get so sentimental. But I was crying on the inside. You already know. And you know a tear, tear dropped down. But, hey, Lou, you did that tonight. Absolutely wonderful job on Lucinda's lyrics tonight. If you all missed it, please make sure that you catch it on the podcast. But I just thank you for, um, you know, just the the time that it takes to put that together, um, you know. Just ah, I I'll be smiling till next week on that one. So uh, you touched me with that one. Awesome job, Aunt Lou. But again, to the ladies of the fearsome foursome, I love you, ladies, and I thank you. Um, words cannot describe what you mean to me. All right. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Shout out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. Um, shout out to my mommy, Denise Green, for always holding down the fort on the timeline. Just everything you do in support of me, support of LL Sports, too. I love you, Essie. The sacrifice does not go unnoticed. Um, and tonight, I'm going to close it out. Um, you know, uh, I was normally save my mom for last, but, you know, people, they may not normally enjoy their birthday being synonymous with a death, but I feel so grateful, and I know that it was God's plan to allow us to forever share this date, and that's why I will always have to shout out my great-grandmother, Mrs. Lucinda Carr, my bae. Uh, She transitioned on March 21st, I believe it was 2005, but it's been a a minute, but March 21st she transitioned, and so for that, I'm like I said, I'm always so grateful because we will always share that special bond. Anybody who knows our relationship, it was uh, truly one of a kind. And so I'm so happy and so blessed that um, she died on my birthday. So I love you, my bae. And, uh, yeah, shout out to me, God willing, March 21st. The girl will be 49. So happy birthday to me. All right, y'all. So that's going to do it for the show tonight. Um, One more thing, the motivational moment. And tonight I want to share with you, um, again, this is uh, from my church, uh, Salem Bible Church um, in um, Stonecrest, Georgia, and Atlanta, Georgia. But the um, motivational moment comes to you in uh, the form of our devotional readings. And this comes from our reading from yesterday, March 16th. And the... um, The premise is spiritual arrogance. I deserve it. The scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The devotional reading. I was in a mall one day looking to pick up a few items for a trip I was preparing to take. While looking through the selection of items in front of me, I overheard a young lady justifying her large spending bill with a friend she was talking to on the phone. Her friend was asking her, why did you spend so much money on that outfit? After the question was posed, the young lady said, I work hard. I know I deserve it. Story may seem like it's not a big deal. Perhaps you have thought the same thing at one time or the other. When we work hard, we want to reward ourselves with things from time to time. The problem is when this mindset interferes with our spiritual walk with God. When you walk around thinking you deserve the biggest and the best, 
you devalue the grace and favor that God has on your life. You feel you deserve it because you work hard and you put in the time for that house, car, or advancement. However, your perpetual state of sin makes you no better than the man or woman who is living on the street. Let me repeat that. You feel you deserve it because you work hard and you put in the time for that house, car, or advancement. However, your perpetual state of sin makes you no better than the man or woman who is living on the street. Don't be arrogant and think because for your human status that it's superlative to your spiritual nature. Without God, we are nothing. Without the, clean, without the cleaning nature of the blood of Jesus, we will remain filthy. Let me repeat that. Without the cleaning nature of the blood of Jesus, we will remain filthy. Without him smiling upon us, we are nothing more than a filthy rag. If I have something great or good, it's not because I deserve it, but because God loved me enough to bless me even though I don't deserve it. Man, that was powerful to me because, you know, as human beings, we just always want to relish in what it is that we accomplish. You know, you think because you work hard or because you accomplish, that, you know, this, that, the other, the home, the car, the, the friendships, the, you know, whatever it is, um, the accolades, the, the promotions, whatever it is in life that we go after. And, you know, we think that we deserve it because we do work hard. But always remember, in anything that we do in God, it can't be arrogant. So it's not that we deserve it because we worked hard. But, again, let me repeat that. God loved me enough to bless me enough even though I don't deserve it. Lord have mercy. I hope that touched someone as much as it touched me because get out your own way. It ain't what you it is not what you do, what you accomplish is because God allowed you to possess the, the, the capabilities, to possess the talent, to possess the mindset, to stay in your mindset, to stay in his will so that you can accomplish it. Lord, thank you. Oof, thank you, Lord. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.